Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I grew up in a binary world. Uh, that was the culture during the years that that I grew up. I mean, it there were men or, or women. That was that. Now you know it was 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 that wrong? Yeah, yes, it was, it was wrong. It was narrow. It was limited, and uh, our culture, uh, our our views have evolved. Uh, just generally, culturally, I I believe. Um, and certainly my, my own have as well. I realize this, this wide array of, of sexualities and, and genders. And I've also realized that that, that, you know, not just two of them. (laughs) And I've also realized that that's good. It's more interesting, you know, a variety. That's what, what I love about diversity. I, I, I'm privileged to have grown up in New York City, which is very diverse. Uh, I'm privileged again to be living in Los Angeles, which is, uh, very diverse. I, I like to say, uh, as I record this, I'm just back from <laughs> back from New York. It's on my mind. Um, uh, you know, L- Los Angeles is is uh, is New York uh, without the cholesterol. Uh, that is to say, it's uh, really a, a creative community in, in in all formats, certainly in film, but also in architecture and graphic art and sculpture and. And oh my goodness, of course, music uh, and diverse, diverse, and uh, an aspect of the diversity is not just uh, in in the human um, uh, condition. Adversity uh, is not as we're learning. I hope uh, better uh, day by day. Uh, uh, apply, not, it doesn't apply only to to. Uh, race, ethnicity, religion, uh, but also to gender. And that that's nice. The 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 uh, all of the colors, all of the flavors of of humankind uh, that can't be that's not a mistake that that God made but testimony I think to her uh, greater glory. Don't don't you get what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, again I I I I've mentioned Pablo Casals the great cellist uh, the master cellist of the uh, 20th century, um, uh, said what he loved best about music was variety, loud, soft, uh, staccato, legato, um, uh, uh, solos, uh, ensembles, uh, um, quartets, and and symphonies with 100-voice chorus, you know, a lot of variety. And nice to have that in in the human condition, why am I talking about this? Because it, the, the the question arises for screenwriters: what do, what about character names? In my early uh, earlier books, in all of my books on screenwriting, God forgive me, I have three. Uh, I recommend that um, uh, writers of screenplays give gender specific names uh, to their characters, and doesn't that uh, uh, seem like a contradiction? <laughs> To what I just just said, um, the, uh, uh, the the fact is though that that um, uh, while I would state that principle differently, I was pretty jokey about it um, in in some of the books, or at least one of them. Uh, although, what's wrong with with getting a good yuck? You know, one of my favorite lines in all of movies is in my favorite year where. Uh, Oh, they're challenging uh, the writers around the table. One is challenging another with 
about the gag uh, in a particular sketch that they're writing. And they agree it's funny, but uh, it's not really in keeping with the thematic heft of the uh, scene, even if it's funny. And somebody says, in this business, you don't cut funny. So I don't want to cut funny from from uh, from the book, and I wouldn't, uh, but I, but I might not might not state it quite that way now. Again, state what uh, the principle that the writers are wise to use gender specific names to their uh, for their characters on in the in the uh, the, the screenplay. They are um, uh, uh, while I would state the principle differently now. I I still hold to the principle. I I do think you should do that. That is to say, you should uh, give your characters gender specific uh, names uh, rather than uh, androgynous ones, uh, ambiguous ones. Uh, Michael and Harvey. Come to think of it, I knew a uh, I worked with a woman named named Michael. Um, Oh, I don't know, Alvin and uh, um, Martin. Uh, you know, those are clearly male names. And Carolyn and uh, Eloise, or you know, I really uh, uh, still do hold to that uh, that principle. Um, why? Well, I'll 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 tell you why. Um, but let me first be clear as I can about what I mean, and that is. Uh, gender specific to what? Uh, there's a movie, uh, you know, to, to what identity? What if a character has uh, uh, various identities? And uh, I like to think in uh, uh, the creation of narratives. That's a, that's a powerful tool. I've used it in my own uh, screenplays and novels, uh, where characters are not straightforward, laser-like, uh, focused, but. Uh, uh, what they now call the intersection of this and that and the the other aspect of, uh, of, of being human and being humane. Um, uh, what I mean is they should be... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, this, of, of the crying game where you meet a character in the beginning and she presents... That is to say, the character presents... <laughs> I can't say she because we later on we'll realize this is a... Uh, a biological male, but she presents as female and and um, is female throughout the appears to be female throughout the 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 movie. It, it, when she's revealed to be a biological male, that's a, a really really important point in the the movie. I mean, it's like the climax of the uh, the movie, and um, uh, it would totally have been undermined. If it, it, you know, if the punchline had been given away before you tell the tell the joke, so to speak, it's important at the beginning of the movie, even though she is biologically a male, that since she presents as a female, she's got to have a a female uh, specific name. Um, uh, uh, again, here's why it is: the purpose of a screenplay is to replicate for the viewer, uh, for, for the reader of the screenplay, the experience that will be had by the viewer watching the movie unfold on a screen in a, uh, you know, uh, in a theater where they bought a ticket to get in and all of that, or in front of the, the, uh, the flat screen, that'll, that'll, that'll do too. It should look uh, the same. The experience should be the same, as close as it's possible to get that way. Uh... The same for the reader of the script as for the, the 
the viewer of the movie in the theater. And, and the latter, the viewer of the movie in the theater, is, is, as soon as the character comes on stage, it, they're going to see the way that character presents. And that's hard to do um, uh, on the screen, except very, uh, on the page, except very easily in one instance. And that is to be gender specific about that and give that character, if, if that's the way the character presents, uh, give him a name that, that fits that. Now, what about Pat? I'm thinking of Julia Sweeney's timeless uh, character on Saturday Night Live, and uh, it was made into a movie. It's Pat. It was made into a feature. Um, I will tell you personally, I just think it, she's a genius, <laughs> Julia Sweeney, and I love the, what, what the character has to say, and I love the movie It's Pat. Um, and I loved when she did it on SNL. Um, it was just funny, and in this business, you don't cut funny. It was more than just funny. It was so insightful into uh, the nature of uh, of uh, gender and, uh, and and sexuality. Well, it's appropriate there that it be a a a an androgynous uh, name, not a uh, gender specific. Name doesn't violate the principle that I just said. It just tells you that the real principle is to try to, when you write a screenplay, to make it read like, uh, well, like like the movie. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please uh, subscribe on uh, Medium and Substack. Uh, do share these episodes with friends on social media and come on back and listen to my next podcast. <laughs>